Hello, everyone. I'm Faiza Rizvi. Joining me today for the latest installment of Pat Forward series is Ravi Purohit, partner at Latham & Watkins Law Firm, who serves as Global Vice Chair of the firm's Energy and Infrastructure Industry Group. Now, we're seeing more and more oil and gas private equity investors adding decarbonization to their portfolios. Today, Ravi and I will talk more about the role of private equity in energy transition. Welcome, Ravi, and thank you for being with us. Thank you, Faisal. Happy to be here. Great. Now, Ravi, keeping in mind the current energy transition, can you talk to us a bit about the state of energy and private equity? You know, we're seeing a lot of money in this space, but there's definitely uncertainty among investors. Tell us more about that. Sure. I mean, I think historically you've seen a lot of energy private equity go into the oil and gas space. That's what's been happening over the last decade or so. You know, investing into those types of hydrocarbons has definitely gone down over the last few years. And now you're seeing a lot of attention, a lot of money flowing into the energy transition space, into battery storage, into renewables, which was always a big component, but has become an even bigger component of that effort. Um, as you noted, you know, there's fierce competition in the space right now to put that money to work. You know, I think in addition to just private capital providers, the VC funds and the private equity funds, you also have large strategic companies that are looking to invest and deploy significant amount of capital into the space. And they're competing with those private capital advisors. And so you've got a bit of a supply demand problem there, which is you've got a lot of money chasing, not a lot of opportunities. And so I think the appetite is there. I think people want to invest. But I think the first issue they're running into is a bit of a supply demand problem. I think second, I think there's a bit of uncertainty right now in sort of what the tax framework is going to look like. Like, what are these tax credits going to be for this type of energy transition? Are some of the wind and renewable ones they've had historically, are those going to be um, you know, brought forward? Are you going to have new tax credits for battery storage or for other alternative energy uh, assets. And I think there's uncertainty there. So people aren't as willing to move forward until the Biden administration really comes out with a plan for that. I think the third thing that's sort of stopping folks is this is a bit of unproven technology. There's not a lot of management teams that have experience with this, a lot of developers that have experience with this. And so if you're a big private equity firm or a big strategic looking to deploy a lot of money in the space, there's not a lot of people to back right now. And so I think that's a hesitancy and lastly, I would say you know, each company, each private equity firm is still developing their own expertise internally to get the right people on board who can evaluate these opportunities because it hasn't historically been a huge part of their business. So finding the right professionals internally to invest into the assets and to be able to evaluate them also takes time. So long and short of it is, I think a lot of people want to invest. I think there's going to be a lot of money coming into the sector shortly. Um, but there are some roadblocks and there are some bumps along the way. And I think as you get over each of those, you'll, you'll start seeing more and more transactions happen. Right. Thank you, Ravi. That was very well summarized. Now, speaking of investments, Ravi, there's a lot of pressure, as we know from investors, to focus on clean energy. We all saw what happened recently with ExxonMobil and activist firm Engine One. So tell me, Ravi, looking at the current situation, what are the key factors that private equity investors are really looking at while making investments? Sure. Um, I think some of it goes back to what I said before, but I think what they're really looking for is a, a good development team, a good management team to be able to back, because a lot of these assets are not of size and scale yet. So you're doing a lot of development work. So finding the right developer, the right team to back is very important. I think they're looking for proven technology. Some of this is very new technology. So they're looking for some support 
to figure out like, is this something that's not gonna be outdated a year from now or five years from now and become obsolete? They're putting a lot of money in, they wanna make sure it works and it's going to work well. Um, I think the third thing is they wanna see credible counterparties. So if you're building something, is there someone who's going to buy that energy? Is there an off taker for that? Is there a credible revenue stream that they can get behind and build? And then I think finally is scale, which is something is missing. You know, you have a lot of these one-off projects, but everybody wants to have a platform. They wanna have the ability to deploy a lot of money in the sector. And I think they're waiting to see what the opportunities are that they can actually scale and grow um, in a large way. And so I think those are the big sort of attributes that most of my clients are looking for when they're evaluating opportunities in the space. Right, Ravi, but really speaking a bit more on investments, do you think, Ravi, instruments like green bonds are making investments more attractive? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think green bonds are pretty interesting. I mean, I think investments in them are increasing. I think people should just remember that they're a very small slice still of sort of the global bond market right now. And I think accelerating it could be helpful because you have a lot of investors there who may not want to be in the equity. They want the safer return on the debt, or they only want to be involved in one asset, not in a holding company that owns a bunch of different assets. So they're willing to give you some debt on one asset or a couple of projects, but not the whole company or the platform that's being developed. And so I think it's making it easier for people to invest, but I think it's still a very small piece. I do think like when you have things like green bonds or interesting tax credits that make the economics better, it's a lot better for investors to jump in because right now I think the big issue has been a lot of opportunities, I'm sorry, a lot of money, not a lot of opportunities. So the returns have really been squeezed. And so if you're a developer, you're getting a really great deal or if you're a company right now that's of scale, you're able to really squeeze dollars out of the private equity firms. And so I think if you can make the debt financing more attractive, if you can give them some tax credits to make it economically more attractive for them, I think you'll just see continuing involvement uh, in the sector. Right, great insights, Ravi, thank you for that. But looking at the way forward, and we'll like to do that in our Path Forward series, so now with new and stricter regulations, you know, that are coming from the Biden administration, how do you see these policies shaping future investments? Yeah, I think there's just, again, I think there's just a lot of uncertainty right now. And I think they really need to come up with a game plan one way or the other, because I think investors as in general, they just like to know what's happening. Like, I mean, I think they'll learn to live with one framework or another, and they'll figure out ways to fund and to utilize the resources that they have. I think it would be incredibly helpful if they could come up with some sort of standalone tax credit or incentive to really build out the energy transition market or the alternative market, if they could renew some of the tax credits and extend them that are already existing, if they could provide additional grants or fundings for unproven technology to be able to show that the government's behind and allow entrepreneurs to take that risk. I think those kind of measures would all be helpful. Um, I think right now there's just a lot of uncertainty. And I think the more substantive, concrete proposals they can put on the table, it allows uh, private equity firms, VC funds, even strategic companies to be able to decide you know, if they want to take that risk and deploy the capital. And I think without that, some sort of semblance of framework, it makes it tougher for them to do so. Great, Robbie. Well, that brings us to the end of our discussion. It was great hearing your expertise on the subject and on behalf of Heart Energy. Thank you once again for joining us today. Thank you, Faisal. This was great. Really appreciate your time. For more Heart Energy videos, follow our social media channels.